Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Magnetic Woman Show. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, founder and creator of The Magnetic Woman. And today I want to talk about pleasure, but more importantly, self-pleasuring and the lies we have been fed about our libido and our sex drive as women. So buckle up, grab a champagne, grab a wine, grab a cup of tea, like get comfy because I'm diving in deep. And some of what I'm going to say might shock you. It might trigger you and it might make you uncomfortable. Like as much as I talk about sex, am comfortable talking about sex, my work relates to sex and sexuality. What I have seen by and large across the board is that sex and sexuality is still a very taboo topic for a lot of people and a lot of women. In fact, I had a colleague of mine who's a um, love coach and she received some sex toys in the mail from a company that I guess she was like promoting or collabing with or something. And on her Instagram stories, she said like, okay, this is rated R, guys. And it broke my heart because this woman I know has done a lot of work around her own sensuality and sexuality and is a fucking love coach. And guess what? If your mission or what you're helping people do is to create thriving relationships that is going to include a thriving sex life. So this idea that like, sex and sexuality, specifically female sexuality, female pleasure is something that needs to be hidden, that needs to be shut down, that needs to be disowned. And coaches and people in self-development who perpetuate this fucking bullshit by not doing their own work around this area and or subtly shaming it in their work is part of the problem and the bigger issue at large. I will die on this hill, okay? If you are a leader, if you are a woman who wants to be doing big things in the world, maybe you have a mission to help people through coaching, through a business, through, uh, or and or you want to just like really live this full and fulfilling life and you're a woman who has been in self-development, has, has done therapy and listens to podcasts because you're somebody that, wants to be like the healthiest, thriving, best version of yourself, if you have not done the work yet around healing, embracing, and celebrating your sexual energy and power and your erotic essence, that is where you need to be leaning into. To me, like I've been in the coaching realm for a long time now and self-development for almost a decade, right? So I first started with basically healing, embracing, and celebrating my sexuality. That, like, I was thrown in to the fucking deep end without even knowing it. I had never even read the goddamn secret when I signed up for Regina Thomas Howard and Mama Gina's mastery program, right? And so I didn't really have the opportunity to kind of take it slow or work on my mindset first and then like drop into being heart-centered and talk about alignment and blah, 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 right? And, you know, I would say when I started in the coaching industry, the big thing that was still a little taboo was 
money and kind of spirituality, right? Like the coaching industry, the online coaching industry at that time was still fairly newer. Granted, it's still, I guess, a new um, lane, but what I see in the next five to 10 years is every single person is going to be doing work, or at least the leaders are going to be doing work around their sensuality and their sexuality, right? So the statistics vary. I've heard anywhere from one in three to one in five women has experienced some kind of sexual violence against them. And that by and large, typically is about white women or an aggregate of women, right? Women of color and women in minority groups are much more likely to experience some kind of violence, um, abuse, molestation, incest, right? So I break things down by what I call overt trauma, which is what I just mentioned and what most people consider to be sexual trauma and covert trauma. And when I talk about covert trauma, I'm talking about the wounding and trauma that we receive from the patriarchy and from religion that shames, blames, and degrades women's sexuality, right? So we are all recipients of covert sexual trauma in the patriarchy. So in order for us to really be our full expression in our power, whether it be around money or in relationships or in our business or being visible, all of it, right? All of these things that I see so many women trying to heal piece by piece, one by one, hiring coach after coach, therapist after therapist to work through and specifically talk through these things, right? You're not getting to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is the wound of the feminine and specifically the disowning and the suppressing of female sexuality. So... In this episode, I want to talk about some of the lies that we've been fed around our sexuality and around libido, like a woman's libido libido in general, some of the biggest issues that I see a lot of women coming up against and what the fuck to do about it. Because if you're here, if you've got, listened to my preamble, like you want an incredible, thriving, amazing sex life. You want a life and a relationship full of passion and erotic energy, full of turn on and desire. You want to desire and be desired. And yet the majority of women are walking around dried the fuck up. And I mean that energetically, emotionally, and physically. You're walking around disconnected from your body and you're walking around carrying, whether it be extra actual physical weight, energetic or emotional weight, and all of it is blocking you from this life that is like, you know, when you bite into the most perfectly ripe peach at like the peak season of summer or any kind of like really juicy fruit and it's cold and it just like bursts into your mouth and it sends tingles down your spine and the juice might run down your face a little bit. And even that makes your body tingle. That is how I want you living day in and day out. And quite frankly, it's possible. It's how we're meant to be living. Okay. So you have to understand that the entire idea of a woman having a lower libido, being less sexual, wanting sex less is made up. 
period. It's made up. If you want to really, if you want to read a really incredible book about this, read the book Sex at Dawn. And it's evolutionary psychologists talking about the evolution of human sexuality and specifically how women have been conditioned to believe they want sex less. Top that with personal trauma, top that with patriarchal trauma, telling us that being a slut or expressing ourselves sexually will make us a bad person morally, of course you're not going to want a lot of sex, right? So this entire idea that like women as a gender want sex less than men is a fucking lie. And it was created as a way to control women because when culture and society shifted to be patriarchal and when it when we settled down and became like more agricultural and trading then what rose in importance was land and power and so land was passed down through the paternal lineage and men needed to know quote unquote who their offspring were. So this idea of a woman staying pure and chaste and virginal and not having sex with a lot of men, that being desirable was only desirable as a way to, was only desired because it controlled women and it kept this structure of things passing down through the paternal lineage, male to male to male to male, intact. The truth of the matter is physically, when a woman like strips away all of this conditioning, when a woman releases all of these pains and woundings, women, the female body wants more sex than the male body. Why? Well, my loves, we have the beautiful, amazing clitoris that has 8,000 nerve endings whose sole purpose is to experience pleasure and pleasure and pleasure to come and come and come. Where a male penis is a multifunction tool and most men can orgasm once and need a little bit of a break after, which is fine. We're not making that wrong or bad. But what I am saying is biologically, we're actually built to have so much fucking pleasure to be almost insatiable sexually right? And this is what I find again and again and again for really powerful women. When you begin to even touch the tiniest tip of your sexual insatiability, you back off because you're terrified of what it will mean about you, what others will say about you, and what damage or danger it will put you in, right? So the entire idea, the entire notion that men want more sex than women is a lie, The entire idea that women's libidos are low is a lie. I don't believe in the term low libido because every single person, depending on what's going on in your life, how much stress you're experiencing, what's going on for you physically, hormonally, what's going on inside the connection with that other person. Do you feel safe? Do you feel seen? Do you feel heard? Do you feel supported? Even if you are dating and hooking up with people, like your body knows whether or not this person feels safe even just to have a sexual experience with, right? So we have stress. We have what's happening in terms of the connection. We have hormones and physicality. We have like then layered on 
pain, wounding, trauma, and conditioning. So there might be times in your life, if you begin to do this work on healing, embracing, and celebrating your sexual power and energy, where you want sex and, and, and or intimacy of some kind every single night of the week. And then something might happen. You might lose a parent or you might lose your job. Or maybe your child's going through something really hard and you're really stressed. Maybe you're not interested in sex at all. Or things are really strained with your partner. You don't feel seen. You don't feel heard. You're constantly bickering. You might rarely want to even be touched by them. All of that is okay. There's another really incredible book called Come As You Are, which explains how we all have different things that spark our turn on and that inhibit and block our turn on. And for a lot of women, stress is one of the biggest inhibitors and the invisible mental and emotional load that we are carrying for all of those around us. And then, in my opinion, and this hasn't been heavily researched or documented in anything that I've read, I think one of the biggest barriers for women is the slut wound, the the fear, the terror that I do not want to be considered a slut, even in a marriage. I cannot tell you how many women who are married or in some kind of committed partnership, maybe have not even grown up with um, a lot of religious conditioning, are terrified of being considered a slut. Because this was like genius marketing and control from the church specifically. They equated a woman's sexuality with her morality. And at that time in the early church, right, morality was like whether or not you were going to have life after the one you were currently living in heaven. So it was like, if you are sexual, you are not good morally. And if you are not good morally, you will be damned for eternity. So why the fuck would women want to be owning their sexuality if that meant at that time Oh, shit, I'm going to be doomed forever, right? Once we begin to realize that culture and society, religion, even Western medicine by and large has been force-feeding us lies about our body, our sensuality, and our sexuality, one, chances are you're going to get really fucking angry There might be a lot of grief, especially for those of us who are in our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, this grief of time that you missed shutting yourself down. Like you missed being the fullest expression of yourself for decades because you were too afraid that you would be considered a slut or it would mean something bad about you. So what do we do with all of this? Well, one is to take all of the pressure off of you, all of the pressure off to have your libido, in quotes, or your sex life look or be a certain way. Start to lean into receiving support and help in this area. And three, if you want to increase your turn on, your sex drive, your sensuality, your sexiness, 
First and foremost, I would invite you to join me for the Reclaiming Your Wild and Sexy Feminine 30 Days of Pleasure Bootcamp, which we're kicking off on June 1st. This is going to be 30 days of pleasure assignments and a self-pleasuring practice, self-pleasuring practices. So for me, self-pleasuring, well, let me stay on track here. So during this 30 days, just give me 30 days, commit to a pleasurable thing at least once a day and self-pleasuring at least once a week and watch your entire life change. So you can go below or go to the magneticwoman.com backslash June for the info on joining us. We're starting June 1st. You'll have lifetime access to all of it. I'm going to have three different segments for the self-pleasuring element. So there's going to be if you want to do it just once a week, if you want to do it maybe up to every other day. And for those of you overachievers or women who already have self-pleasuring practices, I'll have an option to do it every day. And you'll have access to all of this. Um, So self-pleasuring for me, I don't use the word masturbation. I don't like it because one, it's goal oriented and it's patriarchal. It's about getting off, getting to the orgasm. And if you have a lot of pain and wounding that you're holding in your body, if you have a lot of trauma that you have not addressed around your sensuality and your sexuality, getting off or experiencing, experiencing an orgasm is going to feel out of reach, unattainable, or you do it in a really unconscious way, like just grabbing a vibrator, putting it on your clitoris and trying to get off. Now, I am not against vibrators by any stretch of the imagination, but what I am a huge stand for is a woman exploring her body with her hands, bringing love and pleasure to her body with her hands and learning what turns her on. Because Every part of your body can be a point and a space for turn on. Every inch of your skin can be a way to increase pleasure and increase turn on. Here's the other thing that they don't tell you about pleasure. Pleasure is healing. It resets your nervous system. It lowers cortisol. I'm not going to lie. I got away from my own self-pleasuring practices and embodiment practices for a few months And within the last few weeks, I've really recommitted to them on an almost daily basis. There's, I think, only been two days that I haven't been able to. I feel lighter, happier, more turned on. I'm having better sex. I am probably much better to be around. I have definitely, I feel like I've lost a few pounds. I don't weigh myself, so I don't really know if that's true, but I definitely feel better in my clothing. Self-pleasuring is a tool for healing. It's a tool for expansion. It's a tool for raising your vibration. It's a tool for manifesting. It lowers your cortisol. It puts you in your body and in the present moment. For those of us who are so used to living our life from the neck up, constantly in our heads, constantly overthinking, overanalyzing, it can feel impossible to create a regular self-pleasuring practice. So again, I don't use the word masturbate because to me it is patriarchal and it is too goal-oriented for the purpose of self-pleasuring. To me, self-pleasuring is bringing pleasure to your body in a specific container. So it could be five minutes, 10 minutes, one hour. It could include sexual turn-on and reaching an orgasm or multiple orgasm, it could just be lovingly stroking your body, even with clothes on for five minutes. 
So tuning in, to me, that everything comes back to two things. Intention. So having the intention for five minutes, you're just going to be with your body and experience the pleasure that your touch can elicit. And the attention, again, you're paying attention to the pleasure and the sensations in your body. So during June, during all of the self-pleasuring practices, none of them are going to be longer than 15 minutes. And let's be real, we all spend more than 15 minutes just mindlessly scrolling on social media, right? So you have 15 minutes once a week at minimum that you can be indulging in self-pleasuring practices and watch as it transforms your life, your relationship, your business, how you move through the world, how confident you feel. Again, we've been told and taught to fear, to be terrified of our sexuality, of our sensuality, of our wild, unencumbered, fully expressed feminine. And yet that is where all of our power is. So I really, really hope you'll join me next month for the month, the 30 days of pleasure bootcamp. Um, again, go to themagneticwoman.com backslash pleasure. There's going to be a Q&A call with the group. There's going to be like support and accountability. Um, this isn't really a course. It, it is going to be much more self-directed, but just knowing that you have the space in the container where there's practices that you're getting, where there's a calendar that you're receiving and where there's other women, re- other women recommitting to their pleasure, specifically self-pleasure can make all the difference in the world. So if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to give it a five-star review, leave a review, and more importantly, share this. Please, please, please share these episodes on social media because quite frankly, I'm over here spilling fucking gold, genius, brilliance that so many women need and are craving in their lives. And I can only do so much in terms of putting it out into the world. So you and I both know that you're the type of woman who loves to share. When you buy a new shampoo shampoo, and it's revitalized your hair, you're telling every friend. So let's also do our part in ending sexual shame and the slut wound by sharing with other women content like this. So many women are... Si- suffering in silence, suffering all by themselves, thinking that they're the only ones that have like a messed up libido or don't want sex or whatever, and they don't have access to this or might never have heard of me. So share this, post it on social media, tag me, join me for June. You'll only have until June 2nd to sign up because I really want to make sure that you can dive right in at the beginning. And if you have any questions or anything specific you want to see on the podcast, make sure to let me know. Have a great day.